This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was catering, and our guest was Dan Klein. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And this is episode number 64. 64. Last week we did an episode about video games. Yeah, we talked about video games, something that we self-admittedly know almost nothing about. We basically stayed in the Super Mario Brothers realm. It's like we have limited expertise and that's what we're willing to talk about. We did not talk. You know how This is how little we know about video games. We, for 60 minutes, did not use the word Xbox. Yeah, we it's, don't even really know what that is. It's the most popular one. Yeah, we didn't really even touch on that. Um, We have a guest with us today. He is a very old comedy friend of ours, but, yes. and his name is Dan Klein. Yes. Hello. Yes, that's my name. So Hello, that's Dan. the introduction. I want to get to something that's interesting for okay. a second, Danny. How do you pronounce Super Blank Brothers, the Nintendo game? Well, I know what's going on here. I yeah. know what I'm yeah. going to set up for. <laughs> now, I, now I, have a, I have an uninteresting story about it, is that when I grew up, I did say Mario. Thank Mario. you. Like, yes. I'm not so alone. And you are from Old Bridge, New Jersey. Yes. Incredibly close proximity to New York City. Yes. Just like Long Island. You're in the Mario Same. Camp. We are in the Mario camp. <laughs> But and then but uh, in college I was picked on enough for my accent that I made a uh, concerted effort to change. People oh, in Boston picked on your yeah. accent. Well, yeah. it's um yeah they they were not Bostonites. <laughs> Don't worry. It was it was more it was the uh, global community yeah. of at, at yeah at large at Boston University. They were like, you talk weird. What's the matter, yes. you Mario? Well, that's when I was really in my awesome coffee. Oh, you were hard. Very with the, you were hard with mall. the accent. Yeah, it's bad. You <laughs> you added the W mall. Yeah, there were W's we're everywhere. Going, we're going to the mall. <laughs> you couldn't say a word without a W. Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, coffee, mall, coffee. dinosaur. Dinosaur. <laughs> you want to get a coffee, go to the dinosaur. Go to the museum or go to the, get a dinosaur. Or, oh or. yeah, or is a big one. Or, yeah, or. Uh, well, The worst thing actually or. I think of all of it is water. Water. Which is just a, its own thing. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. That didn't make its way to Long Island. That's really? Water? Water. 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 I, need a glass of, uh, I need a glass of water. <laughs> For water, do you have like a two by four in your mouth? Yeah, I think water? so. Yeah, water. I, open up your yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know what yeah, it yeah. was, <laughs> and everybody said it. Yeah. It's still, it's still there. It still exists. Yeah. I've been back to New Jersey, and they still say it. One that kind of surprises me still is people from Washington D.C. Not all, but some call it Washington. Washington. There's Warsh. some R's get in there. Why with yeah. accents? Boston has uh. Well, Boston they say drawl. I think. What, so, what is like, the I'm word? Draw, like draw. Well, sorry. Draw roll. Sometimes an L will get thrown in. R's and L's, <laughs> an W's. L in there. They all get slipped in there. Drawl. I draw. want to draw you a, a little bit. You'd catch a little bit of an L. Just like a gentle kiss of like, the L. Yes, the yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah. A, just a touch. Just a little lower a light case. touch. Like kind of you know when you're ringing a bell for service, but you don't want to be too rude. <laughs> you don't want to be rude. <laughs> Ding. Draw. It's draw. the op- <laughs> it's the opposite of the W in wrestling. It's like they're silent letters, yes. and then there are just extra. There's letters. Oh, that's letters. an extra. Yeah, a new letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not throw one at the top of this thing? The L we is anti-silent. The L is invented. And draw the L. I guess people hold on to this thing that you can't change it. You can't be like, hey, guys, we're not saying the W anymore. Right. Let's just say wrestling. We're not the way <laughs> The W is out, right? But yeah. it's like, no. 
There are people that say language or the writing stays the same. Writing stays. That's a I tough. Guess I, I guess I, I'm okay with that. That's a tough town hall yes. to like try and address everyone and say like, "Hey, listen." So it's no longer we're wrestling. We're yes, it's like, no longer we're wrestling. We're wrestling. Yeah, we're wrestling. <laughs> um, yeah. Billy was saying, and we touched on on the on the last podcast was that the the litmus test and the re, the way that Billy knows it's not Mario and it is Mario because it's not Wario. It's Wario. It's, Wario. it's not Wario. But in the beginning of Super Mario 64, yes. when yeah. he says, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Yeah. Yeah. So he Matt. says it. He's got Matt. Matt. It's, it's a almost me, like a third Mario. one. Mario. 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 Yeah. And you maybe say it. it is. You say the difference. It's a me. Mario. Okay. Ah, ah. And now do the That's other more one. more of an ah. <laughs> yeah. And now do the California Mario. It's, it's a, a me, me Mario. <laughs> it's a me. That's it's not... a me Mario Lopez. And I'm here on the set of Baywatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. It's a me Mario Lopez it's a me, would be a Mario... great name for his memoir. <laughs> <laughs> it's a me Mario Lopez. And on the back it says Lopez. Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Mar Lopez. Lopez. I'm still interested. Uh, so just for some context, uh, yes. yes, you are a deep old friend of ours. We've known yeah. you for years. A long time. Probably. Over 10 years now. Yep. I we met in 2006, I believe, at the um, Chicago, Chicago Comedy Festival. Yes. You were performing with your college group at the time. You yes. hadn't even moved to New York Pangea yet. Pangea 3000. I had not lived in New York yet. Yeah. No, it wasn't Pangea 3000. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was, slow kids. It was slow children at play. That's the right. Boston University, uh, I was say themed, Ske but like sponsored yes. sketch comedy group of our college. Yes. yes. And we went there because Arthur Meyer was That's from right. Chicago. I was like, I saw this thing. We got to get there. Yep. Yeah. And it was like a dream come true at the time. Yes. Yeah. Very and, disappointing. And we like when you get there. But yeah, we had a great time. Of course. The but reality like, of what a comedy festival is versus sketch comedy festival. Sketch too. comedy. Really, it's just Chipotle in the green room. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's kind of monster energy. And just drinks. like people that are much older than you, and you're like, wait. You're still doing this? <laughs> right. Oh, no. I might still be doing yes. this one day. Am I you? You? Do you're I mean, is that what I want? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you kind of face your own mortality yeah. at, at that. There's yeah. a lot of me in the futures when you go to a comedy festival. Yes. Me in the future. Where it's like, I got to be see. careful because I could be that me in the future yes. or I could be that me in the future. So yes. that's where we first linked up. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have truly all been friends ever since. Yeah. Um, and you host a podcast here on HeadGum with I sure your wife, do. Kelly. It's called yes. Make Me Like It. Yes. It's magnificent. Yes. Uh, Dan, just for the audience, those of you who don't know him, you've written on a million television shows, including What Hot American Summer, whatever yeah. that one with John Stamos was. Grandfather. That's right. <laughs> Grandfather. Sorry. That's... Fine. Sorry, yeah. sorry. The John John Stamos. The John Stamos program. Yes. What in the, you made the one man band for college humor? Your audition video kind of popped off. Do you oh, remember? Yeah. That? What is like the one thing that you would say you got like was had the biggest bubble? Like for us, it was probably Boys Will Be Girls for Harvard Sailing Team, oh, where yes. it was like everyone heard That's, of that for yeah. a second. Um, probably well, Fuds. Yeah. The, uh, the Fuds menu. Your menu. Fuds. Foods, fuds. Yes. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, this is a piece of genius. Uh, in 2012 or 13. Something like that. 2012. Yeah. There was a hipster food festival in Brooklyn, I believe, called the Guga Muga. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Guga Muga Festival. You're getting it all right. All correct. Uh, Dan, uh, Kelly, and yes. Arthur, the uh, aforementioned Arthur, the three of you made joke menus full of nonsense food. Yes. And Arthur wanted to flyer the town, paper the town yes. with these flyers. Yes. Uh, so you guys went to Guga Muga, printed out a shit ton. 5,000. 5,000. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a lot, Dan. 5,000. Yeah. How much does that cost? Uh, it's a it's a pretty penny. You're and clearing a hundred bucks on printouts. How much? Hundred. 
Maybe more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But committing a to a joke. You're really committing to a joke. Well, the menus were nice. And it wasn't like sh- like cheap paper. They were like nice. Laminate. Well, laminate. not laminate, but, you know, good, good, good paper. Stock. Proper. Good quality. Yeah, good proper. card stock. Yeah, proper paper. It looked like a real menu. Truly. the mo- Literally the morning after, I want to say, or maybe it was two days, but like the morning after, it was on Gothamist. It was like a viral sensation. Yeah. Who were these smart Alex passing out fake menus? Yes. Google, Google, they're so funny. A true smart Alex. It, like, uh, like, it was like, who are these smart Alex? Yes, yeah. It yeah. was like one of the few times in journalism you could call someone a smart Alex. And you'd be and exactly be, correct. And they'd be like, that's the right word. Right. That is what we – And New is. Yorkers aren't – like New York crowds always felt like you had to be smarter than them. Like you yeah. needed to at least like tell them yeah. or pr- like prove to them at some point early in your show that like we're going to be smart. Right. You know, like because otherwise they'll watch it being like we could do this too. Sophisticated yes. audience, that New York City crowd. And that's I literally true. don't know anyone else but you three who could possibly string together the words that you did. Yeah. In your, like you guys, ahead of it. your brain, this <laughs> yeah. was like the sweet spot for your brains. Yeah, that's true. It was, <laughs> it is, it's probably the Venn diagram of our brains. Yeah. Is stupid words, yeah, strung, as you said, strung together <laughs> to almost sound like a food item. <laughs> is the menu online? I know that you have yes. a book for sale. Fudsmenu.com. Fudsmenu.com. Yes. Fudsmenu. And then we got, and we wrote a book, a uh, cookbook based on, the menu. A proper cookbook yes. forward by Chef Mario Batali. Yes, with the uh, <laughs> Mar- the true Mario Batali did write the forward of yes. the book. So funny. And he loved it. He loved it. I'm sure he did. He's he a cool like he has guy. a great sense of humor. He got yeah. He's, if yeah. you read the forward, you get the sense that he's he gets it. Yeah. He's, he's having a joke. Great, and he, he's having a great old time. Yes. Right. And again, not to delve too much into your actual own personal life, but I just know that it, this it, is it nice for me because I'm not I'm unemployed right now. So we're telling you helpful. what you've done. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is like a helpful reminder, <laughs> reminder that to I'm go home and not person. be like furious. <laughs> like I have um, nothing. Kelly, your now wife. Yes. I believe, and because I know this about you, this the joke kind of started when you guys were sort of flirtatiously texting joke food items back and forth to each other romantically yeah. just yes. kind of to flirt and yep. that is what sort of was the germ of this crazy fake menu and cookbook yeah that's like the kind of relationship that we have yes. which you know maybe I don't know probably doesn't sound so sexy sounds super sexy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounds text fun text each other yeah sounds, sounds fun. fun so you know depending on the kind of relationship you want that's the kind of relationship I'm in uh, is that we courted each other <laughs> with, 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 with gags fake, yeah with gag fake yeah. gag food items yeah. too smart Alex <laughs> too gag on too, the food items. That's what the New York Times wedding announcement said. Too smart Alex were wed today. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Too smart Alex. And yeah. it was sort of a smart Alec y wedding. Yes. Um, now, you have written a book about food. Yes. So that is a nice segue mm. to talk about why the three of us are here. Not yes. only have we done comedy oh together God. for a long time, <laughs> had sleepovers and been general great friends. Sure. Yes. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We're, very, we're very close friends. Yes. yes. But we've shared something even more intimate. Truly. We've shared the catering floor. Yes. yes. We all... <laughs> the floor. The, the floor. We were all, while while coming up in the comedy game, yes. we were all simultaneously caterers for the same company. Yes. yes. And we would sometimes work together for 12 hours on end. Yes. yes. The company was called Restaurant Associates, yep. and we'll try and be smart with how many names we actually drop, but the okay, name of the yeah. company was Restaurant Associates, yes. and it was a catering company set in New York City that uh, had huge clients, the Museum of Natural History, uh, Met Art, Lincoln Center. If you were going to be throwing a million-dollar, five-million-dollar party, it was going to be at one of these places, and we were going to be serving you fish or chicken. It was like basically yes. the alpha <laughs> corporate catering uh, service in New York City. So like beyond all the museums, like Billy was saying, it was also the banks, Deutsche Bank, Lehman Brothers, Morgan Stanley, sure, right. et cetera. Even like, didn't HBO, do you guys ever do like a luncheon at <laughs> HBO or something? Yes. A lot of luncheons. <laughs> so that Dozens was, of luncheons. So yes. I think that's a good, that's important to like, so there's these huge flashy parties, but then there's also, and you could be a caterer at one of those, or you could also be literally standing next to the coffee pot at 
Deutsche Bank yes. for eight hours, literally just standing next to the coffee pot. So there's nothing necessarily yeah. glamorous about it, but we all did it. Refreshing we the did. coffee of five middle-aged women. Yes. Just for seven hours. My favorite, the one that pops into my head now is that I catered the like kids' Christmas party at a bank somewhere in, yep. New- in Jersey City. Yeah. And to be fun, Jersey instead City. of wearing the... Um, Sort of Asian-inspired... Nehru jacket? A yes. navy blue Nehru jacket? <laughs> and, yes, a navy blue Nehru jacket. Instead of that, they gave us solid-colored T-shirts. <laughs> Fun. Fun. So we, I wore a big <laughs> yellow T-shirt with tuxedo pants. I might have said that! Yeah, with tuxedo pants, black socks, black non-slip shoes. <laughs> But it was fun for the children. Because of T-shirts. A big yellow, plain yellow T-shirt that we got to keep. Now, what, I think I was at the coat check for that party. Fun. You know what's so fun for kids when grown-ups wear yellow t-shirts? Uh, and now like, some of the grown-ups have got a blue t-shirt, and other ones got red t-shirts. Okay. Because this is going to be fun. What's fun? Blue, yellow, red. T-shirts. But, it, but it's worth discussing. Tuxedo pants. You, you briefly mentioned the Nehru. The Nehru yes. jacket. But that is a, an important... Our uniform, something that we wore to every single event. Oh, and yeah. a yellow t-shirt in comparison is actually quite fun. It oh, is. my God. It's it a carnival. It desired effect. Adam, yes, how would yeah. you explain the jacket that we were asked to wear uh, on the regular? Um, so, yeah, the, the standard restaurant associate uh, costume was, like Dan said, black tuxedo pants. Right. Uh, black nonstick shoes. <laughs> nonstick. Nonstick, nonstick, nonstick. Nonstick, nonslip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, black socks, obviously. Uh, and it was just like Dan said, it was a blue, uh, buttoned up Nehru jacket, buttoned up all the way to the top, no collar, Asian inspired. Yes. Yeah. Um, two pockets for your wine keys right here that would frequently be <laughs> yeah. sewed shut. Oh, yes. All... I don't think I ever even got a wine key. Did you... <laughs> Right, because weren't you supposed to have like a knife on you too, or something? Or well, it's a, wine a wine key. key. I a think that was key. like your one tool that one was yeah, supposed tool. to Everybody have. Got a tool. It was your. <laughs> you got a tool. Bring your tool. Bring your I don't think, t- but you never needed it, right? Because no, you did if you were a bartender. Bartender, that's it. Bartenders <laughs> needed tools. Did you ever get asked to be a bartender, Dan? No, I never made it that. That was time. a fraternity. But I remember, I remember seeing you behind the bar there. That, that was a fraternity. There were some event. good bar. I like the bar people. Yeah, the yeah, bar. The, the bar, bar people were kind of cool. Yes, in the strata of catering, of course, the bartenders I think sort of fall on the top of the food chain a little bit. Sure, Michael, wasn't there a Michael? Yeah, I there would was say the Mich- like fifty to sixty Michaels. Michaels yeah. yeah, yeah, I like them. <laughs> now so, you guys also got some tips sometimes, even though we were not supposed to. Company policy: yes. you don't accept tips. That's right. right. But when it's but, Nick Lachey and he offers you a twenty, tell you say yes. Please. Where did that happen? <laughs> that happened at the Lexington Armory, which is, I guess, a place on Lexington where they used to keep tanks. Yeah, well, it's like a huge that, weird oh, yeah. warehouse that art shows are in sometimes. Yeah, wow. and it was like a sixteen-hour party, and it was for uh, entitled rich Wall Street pricks. Yeah, and they were like, and I, I, I don't throw that around. Like these were the cream of the crop, yeah, the baby. most entitled, rude, and it was just a very bad experience. American and I was psycho come to life. Yeah, where people were reaching over the bar and grabbing bottles from. Your bar and pouring their own drinks and stuff, and then I would grab it back and would get a little angry. And the party w- finally went into the other hall where people could have dinner. And a guy came up and he's like, "Hey, can I just get a drink? I know that everyone's." And I was like, "No, man, like that is enough. Like you got to go. You're at the end you of your rope a little bit." Yeah. And then I looked up and it was Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees, and he had like this like completely innocent look on his face, like I just got here, and I was like. I'm sorry. What can I get you? And he gave wow. you a twenty. <laughs> That's a good. That works out. So there you go. So Mr. there's Lachey, that. You like? I respect you. You respect, I respect me. me. What you? What do you know? What the drink was? I uh, don't. Let's call it a vodka cran. Nice. That sounds yeah. very Lachey. Cran. That sacks yeah. very on brand for Nick Lachey. Something nice. Billy, will you also? I'm sorry, just to like put you on the anecdote spot. Uh, but the day of Michael Jackson's death. Okay. It was June. very. That's a great way to pick up the second act. Yeah. Let's okay, do great. that because that's going to take a little bit of time. Okay. Uh, that was let, the day of Kelly and Maya's first kiss too. 
Really? Yeah. You guys took that opportunity. So there's two things going on. <laughs> two things going on that day. That is a seminal day in all of our lives. Yeah. So we'll go to an ad read real quick and come back with the second act of this, the No Joke Podcast. We want to thank Blue Apron for being one of our sponsors here at the No Joke Podcast. Uh, if you like to eat food, may we recommend Blue Apron. It is one of the finest home food delivery services in the country, for sure. Yeah. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Yes. Uh, they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, yep. setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. As we've said, one of the nice things about Blue Apron, they give you the exact quantity of food that you need. Really no more, no less. Uh, there's not a lot of leftovers. It's really sort of portion conscious, I yeah. guess I would say. And if you go out to a restaurant, it's kind of hard to not spend at least 20 bucks on yeah. a full meal. Yep. Uh, for those who spend that much at a restaurant or a high-end grocery, now you're going to be roughly spending about 10 bucks a meal. Yeah, it's like half of what a restaurant is. So you can order two Blue Aprons yeah. for the price of one restaurant. Double Apron. You can do that. Treat yourself to a Double Apron. Double Apron. Some of the meals that they are offering now include cashew chicken stir-fry with tango mandarins and jasmine rice. Mm -hmm. Delicious. We love Princess Jasmine. Yes. Uh, roasted pork with apple, walnut, and farro salad. And we've talked about this meal on another episode, folks. They offer now... Crispy barramundi. Not just regular. That is not soggy barramundi. That barramundi has been prepared to be crispy. There is nothing worse than rubbery <laughs> barramundi. Have you ever sent back a plate of barramundi and said, it's just chewy? When you get your mundi and it's chewy, you say, please. Yeah. Please. I, I asked for a crispy mundi. <laughs> Well, Blue Apron's got your back with crispy barramundi with quinoa and roasted carrot salad. As well as an udon noodle soup with miso and soft-boiled eggs. Yes. So, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. Once again, you will get your first three full dinner meals for that's free. That's no kidding. Come on. And that's with free shipping, so that's real free. Yes. By going to blueapron.com slash no joke. Once again, blueapron.com slash no joke, and you will get three, count them, one, two, three free meals from Blue Apron. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. We are back at the No Joke Podcast. Today, we are talking to one of our dearest friends on the planet Earth, Dan Klein. We Hello. are talking about catering. We all work for the same totally bizarre and yet probably perfectly normal catering company in New York City. Honestly, one of my favorite jobs, and I'm not joking Me around. Too. Loads of laughs. A great, uh, yeah, probably some of the most fun I've ever had on a job. Truly. Now, also, you were getting, I was getting paid a lot for this was my first job out of college. Yeah. Same. same. And it was like, it started at like $19, $19 an hour. 19 bucks an hour. To, to be quiet. To be quiet and to go to the Get Met out of the way. And to go to the Met. You, yes. You yeah. literally were, were wearing an outfit where you would disappear when you stood in front of most walls. Yeah, Maybe like, blue on black. Go because away. Because I was a bad waiter. I had been a waiter in college and hated it. Were you? I'm, yeah, I, I start – once I know that money's in the equation, I feel like I'm asking too much or something. Right. And I lose any <laughs> – any charming personality <laughs> yes. traits that I have are I'm, not, I'm too nervous to do I'm this. I'm too nervous yeah. to do this. Dan for free it. is charming. I can no, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Please yeah. do not give me no. money. <laughs> like Once money's there, I'm like, I, I don't I'm, know. What, what do you want from I'm me? I'm not worth this. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm worthless. Please don't. <laughs> right. Please don't. I messed up your soda order. I'm $11 but an that's hour That's an important distinction, yeah. though. A waiter's job is to like leave like to like to leave a mark, you know, yes. to like make sure that you're having a good time. A caterer's job is to literally make a person say... Who poured wine? Leave them Ninja. You're like a referee. Yes. If like if they know you're there, you're doing a bad job. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like well you said. just let it happen. <laughs> well said. Yes. Yeah. You let the game be played. You only do something if it needs to be done. Yes. Exactly. Uh, so you were a waiter in college. In college at a Ruby Tuesday. Yeah, and that's probably not paying you nineteen bucks an hour to be crass. No. And, right. And like and there's and also this was over the summers in New Jersey. Yeah. 
And there is, I think, a thing that some New Jersey people like. I am not your average New Jerseyan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there were just like older women that work there that, you know, Long Island, New York, yes. New Jersey, live there their whole lives. Go on. Just entertaining the shit out of people. Yes. You yes. Know? And I couldn't talk <laughs> to anyone. Right. <laughs> well, right. I, you know, like. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Did you become friends with those ladies? Um, I think I was, I, I was very entertaining in the kitchen. Yeah. In the kitchen, I ruled Dan's the, the school. comics comic. The, I'm the yeah, comics dude, comic. That, oh, that. the kitchen guys loved me. <laughs> when I had to do quality control back there, killing it. Making killing. jokes about the plates, everything. I you bet. know, dancing around. The equivalent Go of... Go out onto stage. Stage fright stage kicks fright. in. Please Clams don't. Up. The equivalent yeah. of that in the catering world was uh, not the kitchen, because kitchens were literally just set up on site based yeah. on like a bunch of folding tables. Yeah. But you wanted to... Not you. We all wanted to be in with the sanitation department. Oh, yeah. Uh, Back yeah. of house, sanit. Yeah. Yep. Back of the house is the cool part of anything. Absolutely true. That's true. Back backstage, of the house, baby. Backstage, backstage baby. Backstage pass. That's yes. It. Backstage um, pass. To the back to of the house the guys. Food. Yeah. yeah, to the guys, to the trash guys. <laughs> They're cool. The trash guys were the coolest guys. They <laughs> would stand next to Because in catering, it's all so organized. Yeah. Where it's like thousands of plates are going to be coming back at once. Yes. It's not just like when this table's done, when this table's done, it's all very, they're sweep teams. Yes. Yeah, you, you sweep and, that, and there was a hand signal which people can't see it. <laughs> right. But, uh, Dad is just, just almost erotically beckoning his finger this way, just <laughs> yes. beckoning saying, come on. And everybody looked for that. Come on, that's what the captain was, was saying. Yeah, the captain, Talk one to- signal, everybody gets out. It was like kind of being in an army. There's Very, a military uh, vibe a to it. Yeah, military vibe. Yeah. Extremely Uniform, choreographed. Extremely. And choreographed. I don't think it wasn't until Billy and I started doing a few little weird jobs with other catering companies. Yeah. Uh, one that was called Scoozy oh, God. in New York Scoozy? City. <laughs> I did one other one too. Scoozy. And I, it wasn't until by comparison that you realized that Restaurant Associates was super organized. Yeah. And like super pro. Adam and I, like he said, uh, went to other catering companies because again, just fast cash. Each We're kind of 22 yeah. in New York City. We're trying to get bacon, Straight egg, and cheese money. money to Yes, for God's yeah. sake. No question. Any way you can. So Adam and I get the call sheet for this job that he and I are about to go on. And uh, we get there and it is for dogs. Really fancy dogs. Dog jewelry maybe. Yeah. Uh, but like diamonds and dogs. Yeah. Those are the two were, things wait, that are happening. the dogs were guests? The dogs were like the guests of honor. And wow. then their oh. owners brought them there. So we're already pretty demeaned. Yes, <laughs> it already yeah. feels You're bad. You're serving dogs. Yeah. Serving. Dogs are worth more than you. I'm serving. So I thought that when I was, told, so you know. when I was told that my task was to serve dogs. Dogs and people out of uh, entrees, but dog food boxes. <laughs> people would either put their hand in and give it to the dog, or the dog could take it out of the box. I was like, "Well, I have the worst uh, job, not only in this building, but in all of New York City." I want to think that this job wasn't real. It was only made to embarrass. Yes, exactly. Black people. It seemed like a. And then Adam show. found yes. out that he was Sanit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So Adam had to run the garbage room. Yep. Hey. You. Me. You're garbage. Uh, garbage. You are garbage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Excuse me? I know how that sounds, and yes, it's true. That's true. Also, you're working right, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It works on two levels. You you're would, garbage. You would show up to these jobs, and they'd be like, your bathroom attendant. You'd be like, I am? I am? Yeah. yeah. You live in the bathroom now. <laughs> I do? Yes. <laughs> I live there now. Okay. For the next six hours, I live in the bathroom. Yeah. You know where people shit? That's you. Go. Stand there. Okay. 19 bucks an hour. We'll tell you when it's lunch, maybe. Stand yeah. there. Right? You're not going to say no because we'll you're be- 19 bucks an hour. I need this. Exactly. I'm in. 
But there yeah. was some there. I mean, like we were worked there for probably seven years. Yeah, we were there for a while. I mean, super part time. But yes. every time we were there, something happened. Yes. And you mentioned that one time I was bartending. Yes. Uh, and they were honoring uh, dads. It was some sort of like dad honor, like where it was like troubled <laughs> dads and dogs, <laughs> troubled dads, <laughs> troubled dads who have now come around and are good dads. The troubled dads brunch. Yes. And, and they reformed <laughs> dads. <laughs> it's reformed dads. Yeah. And uh, it's appropriate because you're wearing a Mets shirt. Yeah. But just an hour before the uh, Reform Dads banquet started, <laughs> Michael Jackson dies. Oh, word, yeah. word drops, and that's like that. He wasn't sick. That shook the world. It was that shook. Yeah, though, that, that was, was that had a ripple effect. He, he wasn't sick. Yeah. So now I am setting up the bar <laughs> and just like kind of scatterbrained because Michael Jackson is dead. And the bar's not open, and somebody's like, hey, dad's dinner must go on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These dads have reformed themselves. Yeah. They deserve beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am setting up the bar when a reform – I'm facing the opposite way from the bar when a reformed dad says, hey, can I just get a drink real quick? And I'm like, nah, man. Like, <laughs> the bar's not open. This was all I ever had to MJ's say. Not the bar's mind. not open. Yeah. Michael Jackson's on my mind. And he's just like, just real, real quick, just a quick drink. And I turn around. I'm like, the bar's not open, and Michael Jackson just died. <laughs> and I look up, and who did I say that to? But the ultimate reformed dad, Daryl Strawberry. Whoa. Daryl Strawberry. And Daryl Strawberry looks at me, and that was the first time he heard oh that Michael God, Jackson had died. Strawberry. <laughs> and he said, I knew Mike. And I was just standing there in my Nehru jacket, like, what? You're my big hero. Yeah. Whoa. You're yeah. number 18 of the New York Mets, Daryl. Yeah. yeah, like the New York Mets, Yeah, too. Like yeah. the Mets that I love. Exactly. Yes. The, the Howard Johnson New York Mets. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Right. The Sid Fernandez New York Mets. Right, yes, right. exactly. You're, you're there, man. You've won it. So, so catering in New York City would sometimes put you in the, put you in the position where you would, be, you would be breaking real current events to real famous celebrities. Yeah. It would put yeah. you in place. Places where you did not belong. Yeah. Like yes. we were like just kind of just sloppy improviser comedians yeah. who were thrust into these like billion dollar banquets. Truly. Yeah. And I was um I was at the Brooklyn Museum when Jay-Z announced that the Nets would be moving to Brooklyn. So was I. So was I. Wow. <laughs> so we were all there. Yeah. So was I. Wasn't that insane? Insane. Daryl like, Dawkins' what? butt was so big. Yeah. Do you remember I that? I don't remember the butt. And I wish like, I did. You're like, it's a Wednesday at 11, and like, yes, the whole early. scope of Brooklyn is changing, and we're here for the ground zero moment of this. Yeah. Like, we're witnessing it. I was also there in the National History Museum when Richard Branson announced that, like, Virgin uh, Galactic was going to be a thing, and they yes. were going to send people to this outer space. And you're like, you don't and say. Was, you don't say. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> As you're Sir, serving, serving Caesar salad. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're waiting in line to get two plates of food. <laughs> Didn't we have to do that? You have to like yes. wait. Yes. It, it, like very organized, but they'd give you two plates. Yes. yes. And you'd go you'd go to the table and just set them down and get out of there. Yes, the exactly. Un, the unspoken thing about carrying those goddamn plates was that if you so you would hold them with four fingers and then pinch with the thumb. Yes. Right? So you'd pinch with the thumb. And then something would be at twelve o'clock or six o'clock, right? Chicken at six. Yeah, chicken at six. twelve. The chicken is at six. <laughs> I have – my thumbs <laughs> are like shattered because of carrying those plates for so long. Really? That reverse weight of yes. having the plates yeah. push up. It's an awkward it's position. on the wrist. Yeah. Tough on the wrist. Yeah, it's tough on the wrist. $19 an hour, tough on the tough wrist. On the <laughs> and you're garbage. You live in the bathroom now. And you live in the bathroom yeah. now. Uh, can we quickly go over some uh, key terms, phrases? Yes. yes. Like – because that's where I learned votives. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Candles, right? Little candles. Little candles just means little candles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that a, I don't even know if that's like a specific company or is that uh, I don't want to look it up. Like, light the motives. Motives? Are we lighting yeah. the votives? Yeah, yeah. Light the votives. Um Lexan. Oh god. 
God damn it, Dan. Lexan. <laughs> Which means bucket. <laughs> no. Votive means little candle. Lexan means rectangle bucket. bucket. Yeah, yeah. It's essentially like a recycling bin. Yeah, yeah. But for ice? <laughs> like, is that what they use the Lexan for? Was like, Lexan. Because Lexans were big at the bar. Yes. You, were, you probably had a lot. Le- Billy, yeah. get your Lexan. Yeah, and then <laughs> you turn it into a slop bucket. Yes, then it you, becomes a slop bucket becomes with a, slop a plastic bucket. bag in it. Uh, if or you're sometimes lucky. not. Okay. Yeah. Or sometimes, sometimes not. Just Lexan. A nude Lexan. The nude Lexan. Yep. Those were maybe. Oh wait, wait. Oh, Sterno. Stern. Love a good Sterno. Sterno. Now that's a company. Yeah. yeah. Sterno is some sort of blue gelatinous, <laughs> inf- yeah. flame. Flammatory. Flammatory gel. <laughs> yeah. In a little cup. Yes. Almost votive. Yes. That lit up. That kept the food warm. Yes. In our makeshift kitchens. That's right. This was also my first Ooh. experience with staff meal. I had never worked at a company. Maybe you did at Ruby Tuesdays, but I had never. Not at Ruby Tuesdays. Staff (laughs) meal was so. If anyone's never worked in catering before, you'd be serving all these kind of like beautiful plates of food, and then they'd be like, "Hey, now we're getting staff meal," and you would have to jump down a dusty elevator shaft and crawl through mud, (laughs) and there would be carrots taped to the wall that you could (laughs) gnaw on. Exactly. There were times though that we just essentially ate the food that they served. Their trash. Yeah, exactly. It was their trash. It was just like the worst versions of that. They would scrape. The plates. Yes, and it's just probably like, just like just order thirty more, whatever the hell you're getting, right? For the plebes. You know, Please? for the plebes. Yeah, yeah. And like we'll take the the rotten ones. Yes, exactly. The ugly potatoes. The ugly potatoes. You actually, Adam, once were served. Like we got like they had extra chicken, like extra yes. cheese stuck. Yeah. yeah, and you we work ourselves to the bone, yeah. and we are like the lower the lowest members. Like we, oh, are, nice. no one cares about our health, our well being. No. no, nobody cares. You live in the bathroom now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Adam once found out that there was all this free chicken. Yeah. And like it's racks of chicken. And it was like stuffed with cheese. Yeah. And Adam was thinking, I may never eat again. I right. need to eat all of this chicken. Don't you guys remember feeling that way? It was oh, like, I'm hungry now. And like, I, d- I know that I am serving food and there's food literally everywhere. But why do I feel like I'll never eat? I'm never going to eat. That I mean, was my paranoia when I was that, working at that. At that age, I didn't know when I would eat again. I This is off topic, but Jeff Haggerty, yeah. who is a sketch comedian – uh, and now he writes for John Oliver. Right. So people listening, it's important. He's important. He's important. And please. we're important for knowing But him. Jeff and I used to work for the Onion Sports. Yeah. And the way that headlines got picked is you kind of voted for it. Yeah. And Jeff and I had an agreement that we would vote for each other's ideas because we were hungry. <laughs> we, were, we were so hungry. We're so hungry that like I'll feed your plate if you feed my plate. Yeah, yeah it was like my... we don't have money. <laughs> we can get $25 for this headline. Got it. I'll help you out. You help me out. I'm Lunch. hungry. Yeah, lunch. I'm I get lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lunch is on me. Yes, exactly. So you so know, there was at that, that time, constant in your 20s in New York City, you kind of never know when food when, was ever going yes, to come. Yeah, out. yeah. And there were times at catering, you'd have staff meal. There were times that I worked at, say, like a bank or something yeah. during the, the day where they'd have one big kitchen. Yes, yeah. I liked those. Yes, um, those events. Yes, and they'd have kitchens where there were multiple meals going on. Yes. Yep. So then their staff meal would just be whatever was going on. A composite of sort of all the food. I had sushi one time. <laughs> kind of amazing. Great sushi. <laughs> They were just like, yeah, take as much as you want. They were like, thank we you. We don't care. And I was like, thank you. I need to eat. Yes, yes. I, as a human person, I need to eat. I need to eat. I, don't I know wasn't I'm sure going. what I would get to yes. eat. Yes. This that you're referring to with the chicken rolled cheese or yeah. the cheese rolled chicken was at PS1 in Queens. It was yes. that weird art museum. Uh, and I ate. And yes, because I was in a sort of a panicked state where I didn't know if and when I was going to eat again. Mm-hmm. And so I ate way too many of these little chickens. Cheesy right? chickens. Cheesy chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I ate way too many of the cheesy chickens. Maybe like <laughs> Seven or eight of them, a problematic amount, uh, and was ill for days. Didn't you throw wow. them up? Yeah, I threw them up right then and there. Yeah, right <laughs> oh, in that. Oh, there at the right event? in that art museum. Did you continue working? Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotta puke and then get Gotta back out there. You're garbage. Boot and rally. You're garbage. You're garbage, so you're still working, buddy. <laughs> Stand next to the garbage. How garbage. about times – weren't there times where we got to go home early? Yes. Yeah. Why did that happen? Well, sometimes what would happen is if uh, the <laughs> Why job – Why would that ever happen? You would get – so you would get – because you were guaranteed five. Yes, you're guaranteed five hours, which was also a great stipulation. Amazing. Really, like, worker empowering. Truly. <laughs> yes. You worked so, three, got paid for five. Yes, that's yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what you would hope for, where if the yeah. gig was from, like, one to four, you yeah. actually – like beat the system and you got an extra 40 on top why did <laughs> they do that why did they, why, why did they I'm happy anything? that happened but it was like okay <laughs> you're exactly. guaranteed five don't worry don't worry you are garbage you are garbage you are garbage you're gar- all garbage is entitled to five hours and you call the number and you put in your number and it'll tell you the availabilities. That can't be the system anymore, right? Must be must be it was I perfect the, the call in number 704 12, 12 to 5 <laughs> At this job was this job was so plush that we would get a robot would call us and say the following jobs are available yeah. if you want them and then you would hit yes for one or two for no so you weren't even disappointing anybody if you're like no to your last seventy five jobs yes. yeah you're like no I can't get there who cares exactly. like, eh, whatever we get it yes it was one of the few jobs that they understood that like this is not your that's right main thing yeah it's okay and that's something that we've talked about before on this podcast the catering like catering by its very nature attracts. People with, uh, shall we say, irregular schedules oh, or yeah. differently employed, uh, differently yeah. skilled. So it is a – Different types different of Different types people. of folks. Let's talk about some of those people without their names yeah. in the third act. I think that's yeah. probably a safe bet, but without their names, even if we could remember them, we won't say a them. A parade of eccentrics. Um, in the second act break, <laughs> we usually play a song. I think that an appropriate song for today's episode might be Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast. Come on, we all love Beauty and the Beast, right? Of course. Of course. <laughs> so we'll play that in the two-hole, and we'll be back with the conclusive act of this The No Joke Podcast. Be. Our guest, be our guest, put our service to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, sherry, and we provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot hors d'oeuvre, why, we only live to serve. Try the gray stuff, it's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. They can sing, they can dance. After all, miss, this is France. And a dinner here is never second best. Go on, unfold your menu, take a glance, and then you'll be our guest. We our guest, be our guest. Beef ragu, cheese souffle, pie and pudding on flambe. We'll prepare and serve with flair a culinary cabaret. You're alone and you're scared, but the banquet's all prepared. No one's gloomy or complaining while the flatware's entertaining. We tell jokes, I do tricks with my fellow candlesticks. Put it all in perfect taste that you can bear. Come on and lift your glass. You've won your own free pass to be our guest. If you're stressed, it's fine dining we suggest. Be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. Life is so unnerving for a servant who's not serving. He's not whole without a soul to wait upon. Ah, those good old days when we were useful. Suddenly those good old days are gone. Ten years we've been rusting, needing so much more than dusting, needing exercise, a chance to use our skill. Most days we just lay around the castle. 
flabby, fat, and lazy. You walked in and oops, a daisy. Oh, it's a guess, Lincoln, guess. Sakes alive, and I'll be blessed. Wise been poor and thank the Lord I've had the napkins freshly pressed. With dessert, she'll want tea. And my dear, that's fine with me. While the cups do their soft chewing, I'll be coupling, I'll be brewing. I'll get warm, I'll be hot. Heaven's sakes, is that a spot? Clean it up, we want the company impressed. We've got a lot to do. Is it one love for two? For you, I guess. She's our guest. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. This is Act 3. We are here talking with Dan Klein, co-host of Make Me Like It here on the HeadGum Podcast Network. Uh, we're talking about catering, and we were saying before we broke that uh, catering companies, most of them, and specifically the one that we worked for in New York, attracted many weirds. Yes. Many, many yeah. different types of weirds. We had Farron Einhorn on the show, yeah. another RA caterer. Oh, yeah. And this all, we should we should shout out Chris Smith real quick, because he was the that's first true. person, and everyone, wanna... he, everyone grew out that's, of his... Th- that's a fact. When I apply, I'll tell us as fast as I can, when I applied no. for the job, Chris was like, just mention my name. Yes. yes. There are dozens of people all applying, because they're just hiring hundreds of people at the... <laughs> at the at a time. Ellis Island. I, yes, Ellis Island. They're flooding into restaurant. <laughs> Which is probably Ellis Island. But So I am like, I know Chris Smith. They're like, you do? <laughs> they write something on my paper. He's handsome go, and normal. Yeah. I go straight to Umberto. Yes. The head. The head. You know Chris? I do. Okay. Ask me a couple other like whatever questions. Are you sure you know Chris? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Chris Smith. You're yes. high. You're yeah. high. <laughs> handsome Chris? Handsome, normal Chris. Yes, you're hired. Yes, I got the job. <laughs> we we all got the job, Chris. We all got the job by saying. So that's the kind of qualifications you need. Yes, uh, Do you know a normal handsome. <laughs> Good stand by the garbage. Yes, yeah, you're garbage. So you're we garbage. garbage, but you're guaranteed five. <laughs> so we so we had Farron Idorn, a fellow associate, uh, like a month ago, a couple months ago, and we, and we talked about pets, and on that episode. Uh, what came up was a fellow caterer that we work with who had a bobcat. Yeah, pet bobcat. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Let's. We've got many things to say about <laughs> this lady. I don't know how much. Lucky. I don't, yeah. Lucky was the name of the bo- of the bobcat. Of the bobcat. Is that true? The ca- Lucky was the name of the bobcat. That's correct. Okay. What do you know about the bobcat? And well, uh, yeah. I know I spent some time with her because we worked at I believe um, the opera house we're, and Met we were opera. cleaning out the um, <laughs> like dressing rooms yeah, sure. and I was really tired. Yeah. And she let me sleep. Oh. She's a babushka. <laughs> yes. She had a job. Let I'm working see. a job. Not a, not a hard job. You don't work 40 hours a no. week. Like, I'm, I'm throwing away kiwi at this point. You're in your mid-20s. <laughs> yeah. You are like at the, your peak physical condition. That's too tired. tired. She's too tired to throw out kiwi. kiwi. That I could have eaten. And I think for she strength. did let me have so, yeah, yeah, for strength. And she's like, just lie down here and sleep. I'll take care of it. 
So I love this woman. Yeah, we love her. Right. Also feared her a little bit. She right. has a pet Also bobcat. worried about her. <laughs> she did have a pet bobcat in a New York City apartment. Yes. There was another. Did she shower with? Yes. She showered with. Yes. And when we <laughs> asked. Sometimes that scratches. Yes, yeah. we asked, does yeah. it scratch you in the shower? And she said, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like her. There was another caterer that we worked with who didn't laugh out loud. She orgasmed out loud. Oh, right. Do Wait, you remember this? I don't, this? this I don't know. She, instead of laughing, she would go, ha, ha, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Wow, that I don't know. And I, I think, and maybe it's true, I think that, that she came from the adult entertainment world. Wow. I Do you think that sense. her wires got crossed? Where I think her wires got crossed. So when she has sex, she giggles, and when she giggles, she uh, orgasms? Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. You it's... don't remember her? I don't. Okay, that's fine. Um, like, sometimes I would see someone on a train and be like, I recognize this person. <laughs> But they are, they're like a full human being right now, and I don't know what right. that is. Oh, I know because that when you're ne- garbage. Yes, I know you yeah, when you're exactly, garbage. because when you put on that Nehru. Nehru jacket, that navy blue Nehru jacket and black large tuxedo pants, which don't look good on anybody Nobody. at any time, you just Shapeless. look like it, a thick, flat stick. It neutralizes literally all of your personality traits. Yes. You yeah. used to have a personality. Right. Once you if put you on the Nehru see jacket. people yeah. outside of it, you're like, what? <laughs> it doesn't Excuse like, me? it's like if you're attractive, it detracts just enough. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, just, you know, yeah, it yeah. like just like takes away any sort of like interesting quality about you or your body. It yeah. just disappears. It yeah. made you just a navy blue box of a creature. A box, yeah. Of yeah. barely a creature. Yeah. There was, a garbage creature. And like there was doctors from Uganda and there was yeah. like actually like very accomplished actors and people who have come in from other countries and stuff. Yeah. And then there were also just some people from New York City, like yep. like like the Bronx yeah. and Yonkers. Yeah, man. And one of my favorite guys, uh, he'll stay nameless, but he was from Yonkers, and he was like a little rough, yep. and like uh, he said weird things, but like that, that was came with the job. Yeah. And one time we're talking, and I'll just say his first name. Uh, I was like, "Hey, Rob." I was like, "What's the craziest thing you've ever done?" Oh, and boy. I was expecting him to be like, "Oh man!" Like one time we like. Robbed a car or something. Yeah. And he's like, uh, "What, Rob? What's the craziest thing you've ever done?" He looks me square in the eyes and he goes, "Crack." <laughs> no hesitation was waiting to be asked. <laughs> crack was waiting this whole time to be asked. <laughs> crack, crack. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. And then you walk your separate ways. Like, no <laughs> elabor- no elaboration. You get it. Crack. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Great. <laughs> we're coworkers. Literally, we're at the same place in our lives. Yeah. Yes, that's, yeah. We And I'm you, and you are me. Yeah. Right. That's... We made a couple of friendship friendships, I put in mild quotes, with some yeah. associates that kind of transcended. Do you remember the one time you and I, Billy, went up to the Bronx? Oh, it was Stephen Yonkers, Hernandez. And played basketball with Stephen. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. And so, like, we, there were a couple instances where, like, p- people that we met purely through catering, we did have, like, a little bit of a relationship outside. And a that, little bit. And that is kind of, like, the cool silver line of it like we're laughing at this whole thing and like it is inherently like a little funny of course but real like jobs like all jobs suck to, to a certain extent or there will yes. be negative parts to an every job yes. but there are people and you do make relationships yeah. within any job you can't oh, help yeah. it almost i did jury duty and we spent a week or two together yeah. and at the end we were like upset that we had to leave you're it's, hugging each other yeah. yeah you're like should we keep in touch and that was the thing these people became so familiar yeah. it's like yeah. we have no reason to keep in touch with 99% of them but if you go on my facebook page my top 9 friends are all restaurant associates cuz those are the only people i'm still looking up. Yeah, well, yeah, because I'd be curious. I would almost want to make a Facebook group for like restaurant associates, two thousand six to two thousand nine. It already wow. exists. Just, it does, <laughs> dude. Get there. Oh my god, I just want to be like, hey guys, <laughs> get hey, there. How is everybody? How was your neighborhood? If you thought those years were meaningful for you, yeah, you should see how meaningful those years were for our fellow associates. I mean, it's like a, its own little college thing. I did recently go to a party. At the Museum of Natural History, cool. where I was a guest, yes. the restaurant associates' uniforms have changed. What? 
they have changed. Stop the presses. What do you mean? Gray jackets. Gray jackets. Open? Uh, With all due respect, Like double-breasted? Like a... I don't... A single or double-breasted. Okay. Uh, with a gray and blue tie. What, Dan? Tie? Yeah. Are you kidding me? A tie. Me? The tie, because now this was when we were hired. Tie it was goes at a time in the where soup. ties were out. Yeah, ties, ties were out of the soup. Yes, yeah, and and it was just like it felt like there was a rejection of the tie yes. for a little bit there, yes. where it's like we're not stuffy. Right. There's no tie. We're relaxed. We have a Nehru jacket. Right. <laughs> I think is that what they were trying to go <laughs> we're for? A, we're Asian, maybe. We're Asian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are the world. We're global. Um, Why were and we wearing this? now? Yeah. And now, yeah, and I talked to a bartender very briefly. He was very uninterested in talking to me about, you know, you don't appreciate restaurant associates when you're there. Yes. Although I guess I did, but yes. he, he wasn't into it. But I told him, you know, hey, I, you know, I did this. And he's like, okay. And I was like, this is the uniform, huh? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right. You and I no got, like, familiar faces? Or something. No familiar faces? Uh, not this time, no. But yeah. I had been there years yes. before, and yes, there were. But they would never recognize me right. Right. in regular clothes. Yes. You're I could make eye person. contact with them, and it was nothing. Yes. I did make eye contact with them. Nothing. I think and I saw was... Lucky the Cat Owner. She was there. Really? <laughs> you let me sleep at the Met. <laughs> you let me sleep. For some reason. I was you didn't sleep, make me... a little sleepy. <laughs> I was a little sleepy. <laughs> a little sleepy and you took care of me <laughs> and I got paid $19 an hour for five and it's we, t- for five it's tough it's a brotherhood I remember Adam and I we for like a year of our lives or two years of our lives had to become these rapping economists oh, where yeah. we did like some video and it like blew up and then oh, we had yeah. to like do a lot of it yes 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 and we were flown into New York when we moved out here to perform at CUNY that's at, like, right a City University of New York and yeah. it was gonna be like some economics conference and Adam and I were gonna do like 15 minutes as these characters <laughs> and we get there and we're like maybe maybe rest Restaurant Associates will be there, and Restaurant Associates was there. Straight away. Wow. But, Straight and, away. And it was the first time ever where it's such a brotherhood with these people, and like the Gonzalez brothers, the captains, like these dudes that are like, I'll go to a baseball game with you yeah. in us any day of the week. Yeah. yeah. He suddenly we were on opposite ends. The client was our boss, but they always hate the client. Yeah. And so he wanted to talk brotherhood yeah. with us and start complaining about the client, but we couldn't take it. We and it was were the, first the client. Time, exactly. Yeah. And it was the first time where I was like, oh my God, I'm still you. I'm still you, I, the I caterer. You, Division. I'm, I'm the garbage. Yeah. I'm the garbage. Yeah, exactly. I've been there. There was that Downton Abbey upstairs, downstairs dynamic. It's like yeah. the catering. We're back of the house and shameful. And right. the guests get the meat and we get the scraps. Right. Yeah. One of my favorite things about Restaurant Associates was every time they would hand out, what was it called? Not the call sheet. But yeah. Like, you would get to the job and oh, they'd yeah, hand out like- a call sheet. Whatever the hell it was. You it was found like, out yeah. your table and your responsibility yeah. as soon as oh you got God. there. Yeah, the, 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 the menu and they would kind of go through it, whatever. Okay. And then if you guys remember, in the top left-hand corner of every single yes. call sheet yes. in a square yes. was like the restaurant associate's motto. Yes. Yes. Like it's yes. inspirational phrase yes. that I have laughed about every morning <laughs> of my life since. And yes. it said in quotes, what you bring to your table determines, determines. our level of success. Wow. <laughs> And to see that, to pledge to it, to say yes. Yes. I'll stand by the garbage. I wasn't in a good mood. Yeah, I wasn't in a good mood, but now I see this and I know what I have. I'm reminded of my job. Yes. Yes. I will clean up. I'll clear the tables when they wave their fingers at me. I'm I will hide like, in the bathroom for 30 minutes at a time and that, look at my oh, smartphone. Yeah, hiding. Oh, hiding oh, and so much the hiding. other thing that Chris and I would do, and I'm sure you guys – but you would pretend to be busy sometimes. Yeah, yes. And the, the strategy was counting down from 39. That's the ticket. You pretend to count down. That's the ticket. You've <laughs> got to look off in the middle distance you look and very count busy. down from 39. And you go, you go like this. 39, 39, 39, 
Because caterers code, <laughs> and then walk to and the then next thing, like and they're like, well, he's Caterers code says, "Do not interrupt a person counting." That's right. Something <laughs> is happening, and you cannot. He's, he's busy. Counting. Literally, this person who has no responsibility at this job. Is the lowest of the low. Is very, very busy. busy counting from thirty nine. Yeah, counting down from thirty nine for something. Don't bother him. He's I'm busy. Gonna, I'm going to blow up Farad's spot for a second. I hope that Umberto's not listening, our former boss. One time we all went to this big fancy party at Lincoln Center. 150 beautiful. caterers were invited to – invited – were asked to work there. <laughs> it was a particularly massive one. Yeah. And it Maybe was for, for the opening of – Indian American celebrations oh, wow. and uh, they also wanted to make it fun. So they made us wear Indian hats. Okay. It doesn't really matter but mm-hmm. turban adjacent hats. Hats are fun. Yellow t-shirts are fun. Yes. Yeah, see? OK. But we're, so we're in up our, a little bit. We're in our Asian Nehru and our uh, <laughs> vaguely Indian hat. World and, there's uh, there's 151 caterers there, but there's only 150 jobs. Uh-oh. And so we're looking through the list, and we're like, who doesn't have a job? And it's Farron Einhorn. So now me, Adam, and Farron are trying to figure out, like, do you just hide in the bathroom for five hours? Like, there's no one going to be looking for you. Yeah, there's, this like, is... no record of her on the call sheet. Like, right. she does, she's not tethered to a table or any assignment. Oh so we looked at her, and we're like, Farron, go to Barnes & Nobles. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, wow. And come back when the party's wrapping up. So you can sign out. Farron is a naturally scared person. She's not going to watch a scary movie. She's not going to go to a haunted house. Right. Yeah. She stepped up and she goes, fine, bye. And she ran. She checked in and she bounced. Yep. Came back five hours later. At they least. were signing everybody out and she was like, Farron Einhorn? They're like, okay, great. Flawless. Flawless Amazing. execution. Had a coffee, read a book for five hours, went back to work, signed out, got paid. Guaranteed five. That's really, really guaranteed good. five for guaranteed. you, garbage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is wonderful. Exactly. So, and they, I, I feel like Umberto would almost be proud to know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, Say, wow, look good for you. Now, Dan, what was the end of your uh, catering tenure is when you started, you got another job, you didn't need it anymore. I started working at I, well, because remember there are slow seasons. Yes. yes. So it's a seasonal gig. Yeah. yeah. So it comes it comes to early – I don't remember. It's like post-holiday is really yeah, slow. Really and slow. And that's summer is really of, slow. Yes. It, that's where things started to yes. fizzle out. Yes. And so I think it was even like – you know, I don't know. I started doing – I was a busboy at another restaurant. Got it. Gray Dog. Gray yeah. Dog Cafe. Yeah. In West Village. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, the original. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Also a tough job, but tough that, job. but then I and then I left that job because I started freelancing more at the Onion. Yeah, and I realized I was getting sucked into the coffee shop like world, yes. which is a gr- really fun. Yeah, but you realize like, oh, what am I doing? Like I'm waking up early, working this job, then like getting drinks with these yeah. people at night. You know, it's, it's like the fun. comedy festival thing. The future me. If that's, I'm not that's, careful, future that's me. That's exactly yes. what happened. Yes. Right, and I, and so I just kind of quit cold. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I put in my two weeks, and it was horrible. Because I was like, like, I'll I never know when I'll eat again. Not, yeah, and I'm not making enough money at the Onion, but I forced myself to I had it. to do the same thing. I remember I like went, <laughs> me and Marina went on a vacation to Morocco, and as we were leaving for that vacation, I was like, I looked at her, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing for work when we land, but it's not. But this. I will never do that again. And yeah. it was like literally bottom out, like just scrap for money for a minute. Yeah. But it's otherwise, tough. it's like their claws are just. I still have anxiety dreams about like showing up to catering. Oh, oh wow! And just being like, shit, I don't have anything. Yeah. What am I? My doing? anxiety dreams are college related. Still, well, showing so? up to the finals, didn't go to class once, didn't study. Classic We're, test anxiety. What am I doing all the time? Here? All right. the I have these dreams. Once a month, I'd probably really. Say. Yeah, Adam's end is a lot different than ours. Yeah, yeah, I did not leave under my own volition. I was, uh, I was forcefully let go yes. from restaurant associates. Oh, I, I recall this. Arthur I, was at the job. Arthur uh, was there, from which I was uh, dismissed. Yes, and and why were you? Uh, I took absolutely no care of my costume. This was important. The costume was meant the to be co- cared the for. The mirror jacket needed to be spotless. It's, the well, that's what they said. Needed to be pressed and ironed. And yeah, they said dry cleaned. Adult. 
Looked like an adult. I never once washed uh, my costume after years. Bravo. (laughs) That's impressive. They gave us money to dry clean. In every paycheck, they gave us about $8 for dry clean. Oh, they did? Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I'll keep that. (laughs) (laughs) So not only would I not wash it, but I would abuse it horribly, and I would crumple it up into a ball and jam it to the bottom (laughs) of my bag. Yeah, I kind of remember that. I remember it being crumpled in like a tote bag or something. Tote bag. It was terrible. There was potato stains never washed, soup stains never addressed. So just like crusty, disgusting, food-laden cloth. Yes. And I would never wash it for years and it just ultimately and it was not like you guys weren't telling me every gig you guys would be like you look like a monster but we yeah. like it yeah like yeah, you look great. like a, it's like you're you daring them to fire you yes. it, is, it, well, it did feel like a and test then, and then eventually you're coming at them and eventually they dared right well, but but there was another aspect to it yeah, the mustache. Oh, yes, that's right. We the mustache. Clean. <laughs> you, you, as a as a male, you had to be clean shaven. And that's like Adam. Obvious. You had a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Like maybe they won't see my white socks. Yes, and, and the white my socks. Mustache. White socks. You had white socks, which is also illegal. Wrong pants. Not even. Not just dirty tuxedo pants. Not the tuxedo Wrong pants. Wrong pants. My black own jeans. black. So you did nothing right. <laughs> right. That's where that's it. And that, it was just Dan like, just stumbled on it. Yeah. That Dan just we stumbled on it. We can't in good conscience like we can't do this. Yeah, so we, Adam gets fired and now I'm working the first job after his like dismissal and the mood on the floor everyone hundreds of people have found out Adam is no longer working with us and he's a like a source of light for these yeah, people. Yeah, Adam's a big deal. And people it was as if like it was like a storm and like people were like washing the floor like scrubbing it and sad and people were like it's unfair. He was a good man. No, he it's was fair. A good oh, man. it was very, very fair. fair. Until <laughs> Like a half hour later, a new call time shows up, and who's the first person to walk through? Because he put in a call with Umberto and said, I will change. I begged for my job. I will wear black socks. I will not have a mustache. <laughs> and when he walked through the doors, you it was literally literally like the resurrection of Christ. People stood up, and they were like saying, Adam! Adam's <laughs> back! Here. The, the, like Adam floated into the Temple of Dundor. Yes. Wow. Yes. It seemed like it was a... Um, a fake thing set up by restaurant associates <laughs> exactly. to boost morale. For the narrative. For morale. Right. Yes, yeah. we need this story here. Yeah. We'll, we'll act like Adam got fired, and then he'll come back. Bring, he'll look great. Bring him back. And bring he him won't back. have a mustache. He won't have a mustache anymore. <laughs> I have oh. a mustache right now. What am I supposed to do? That is, uh, yeah. fellas, that's the catering episode of oh, This God. the No Joke Podcast. Oh, my God. We Talk need about to, for weeks. yeah, we yeah. should probably, we've never done like uh, the same topic twice, but I'd like to do catering at some point again with Chris Smith. Yeah, yeah we should all as many as together. As many associates as we can in one room, that might be a real treat. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd An be associates-based really... podcast. Yeah, because, you know, Zach Poitras was there for a little bit, yep. not yes. when I was there. But Everybody there, we there's know. There's a chain. Matt LeBlanc. They're yeah. all there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Another Wait, friend of ours. That? A different Matt LeBlanc. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> Joey from Friends. I think I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Joey from Friends was there. <laughs> yes. Um, what, really quick story about that. Matt, our dear friend Matt Aiden, we were doing a party once at the Guggenheim Museum. We were all very tired. It was the end of the night, but it was a very fancy party for, like, the mayor and the president. You know how that would happen sometimes? So yeah. Sometimes. Like, Bill Clinton. I met him. He's here. Super fancy people matt was fed up with it and we were all sort of like standing there with our trays under our arms waiting to like usher the guests out and he just got impatient and he at the top of his lungs started clanging his tray <laughs> against his hand that's against protocol that'll happen sometimes you'll lose your mind <laughs> you'll, yeah you'll lose your mind and he started yelling <laughs> yeah. get the hell out of my museum get out of my museum <laughs> that's right wow get that's right you can lose your museum. mind yeah. you can lose your mind you lose you're it. like in these big rooms you're 
you're silent, you're pointless, you're, you are invisible. <laughs> you're invisible. See me! Yeah, 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 you'll yeah. Almost, you'll do anything, anything. almost. Anything, yeah. Yeah. You'll shower with a bobcat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Who Why cares? Not? I'm invisible. No one knows. <laughs> I'm a garbage person. Yeah. Once again, listen to Make Me Like It on the HeadGum Network. Yeah, Follow it. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe to it on iTunes. Do the same for our podcast. Uh, thanks, Danny. Guys, thanks for having great me. Great talking. Oh, Thank yeah. you. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.